how to begin. How can we catalogue memory through sound? The memories of others, memories of other places, memories of other times, memories that are forgotten. personal collections, intimate archives of voice memos, fragile lo-fi recordings. So it's like, you, you wouldn't have caught it, or you, know, you, might, or, you, or you might have taped it off like the 70 charts, and you know, you, you would have had it, just to, because that's what you did when you were a kid and stuff, because you didn't, you know, you can't have, you didn't have music the way you have it now, you just press the button and it's all music at your fingertips, but that's it, so listening to old Top of the Pops, you kind of have them like, going, don't really love the song, but you sort of love the song, because it reminds you of a person, or a place in time, or like the other day when we were in the car and a song came on, I had to tell turned off because I could listen to it. It was Tom Petty um, and Johnny always used to sing it. And I had, can't listen to it at all. I actually was like, turned off, turned off, because it just was like, floored me just completely. And I'd been in like, I don't remember, like, in like the supermarket in Sainsbury's, and a song came on, and it reminded me of Steve and standing like in the cornflakes aisle, just trying not to cry, because that just, you know, and some, it's like 30 years ago, the song from 30 years ago, and it just is like, boom, it's like someone's punched you, and like, you're so Sounds like smells carry with them certain memories. So it's really, it's, it's the same as smell. You smell, you go, and it's just this wild, and it's this like sensory explosion of just that reminds me of someone. And that's so, whereas music you can listen to it again and again, whereas the smell it's just this. Ephemeral sort of moment, like it is literally a split second. A catalogue of forgotten memories.
Listen to the water. There was a night about 20 years ago 
when you invited Emma Carley and me around to your place in Johnsonville for dinner. I don't remember what you made us, but it must have been spectacular because I've got a photo somewhere of me and Emma licking her plates in really disgraceful fashion. I think your parents must have been out. Um, the end of the evening, when we missed the last bus and train back to Wellington, I think you had a rehearsal or something in town the next day, so one of us, probably you, had the idea of walking back into Wellington along the Johnsonville railway line. I just looked it up and it's about nine kilometres from Rara to Wellington Station with seven tunnels each between 100 to 200 metres long. I remember the tunnels being incredibly dark and feeling confident as I led the way, in my imagination at least, through them, um, up until the point that the beam of your torch found the dried husk of an alien fetus on the tracks and your scream turned my bowels to water.
objects said it was a dead possum, but none of us were entirely convinced, and each of the tunnels after that took a bit more resolve to enter. Whenever I'm in Nio and passing under that narrow railway bridge, I think of us picking our way carefully across it, and I remember the tunnels and the darkness and the dead alien baby, and I think how mad that was, and how we probably still egg each other into doing that. If, um, <laughs> the circumstances came up. Oh, 
Devant, derrière le moteur. Ah ouais, ça suit derrière, ouais. parce qu'il y a l'hélice là qui... Euh... Il veut pas démarrer
Did you know that birds breathe with air sacs that are located throughout their body? The breath is unidirectional and it takes two breathing cycles to complete a single breath. This unique system is very efficient. As a fundamental part of life, the breath is with us from the moment we are born until the day we die. It moves through the body, linking awareness of the mind with visceral sensations. breath becomes fast and shallow when we're excited and slows down when we feel calm. We can use breathing to send messages to the brain and influence changes in mental and emotional states through the respiratory system. Humans evolved to breathe through the nose, to filter, humidify and warm the air. This means breathing in and out through the nose most of the time, including at rest, when sleeping and during exercise, unless sprinting, doing an intense workout or playing certain musical instruments. Breathing through the nose also encourages diaphragmatic breathing, which is a natural and calming functional breathing pattern. Equal wave breath. In yoga, our inhale is said to be linked with the energizing sympathetic response and our exhale with the relaxing parasympathetic. With this exercise, we are bringing the two waves into balance by making them the same length. Notice your breathing. What is the quality of the breathing like? Is it rough or smooth, deep or shallow, long or short? Take note of the length of the inhale and the exhale. Is one longer than the other or are they approximately the same? Start gradually lengthening each breath in a soft and calm way. Don't try to take in any more air. 
remember that we are rather slowing and filtering the flow. If the inhale or the exhale is longer, gradually match them to be around the same length. This can be done intuitively, or you can count the seconds, making each in and out breath last the same length of time. For example, four, five, or six seconds, or whatever is comfortable for you. Continue for a few minutes, and when you're ready, allow your breathing to return to a natural rhythm again. Notice how this exercise makes you feel. I'm lying on the floor stretching after the walk I went on, but I wanted to tell you that I took one of those side trails. I've been doing that a bit lately, but this one had a really steep incline that got more and more steep as I got higher up, but I kept thinking surely it would level up, uh, level out. So I got to some point where it was nearly vertical. And it didn't seem like it was very far though, so I just kept going. And then I got to the end of that incline and there was another great big steep incline. And all I could do was either go down the way I came, which is much harder than going up, um, or go up another incline. So I ended up like going up a whole bunch of these really stupid, almost vertical inclines. Um, and getting to the top of the mountain and then finally, finally, finally finding like a normal path, getting onto the main big trail and then staying on that forevermore. It was pretty fun though, but a bit stupid. Um, I hope you're having a great time. Bye.